What's up, Horror Fam? You know what time it is. And today we're getting into Jennifer's body. Let's get into this! Alright, All right. you guys heard that right. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. getting into Jennifer's body today. Hell yeah. <laughs> What's up, Horror Fam? And welcome to the Horror Chronicles Podcast, your favorite podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me as always... The man, the myth, the legend, JT's in the house. What's up, everybody? And as you heard, kind of, kind of, of. we are getting into Jennifer's Body, and that is the movie, of course, the movie Jennifer's Body. Yes. It's a great film, and Uh, um, before we get into that, go guys, we're going to do a little bit of business real quick, like, uh, if you're just listening to this on iTunes and Spotify and all that good jazz, and you're not following us on Facebook, jump on over to the Facebook page. Uh, give us a follow and a like and um, start a conversation. You know, um, we're highly active on there. Join the community, um, our community page. Everybody can get on there and make comments, make posts, all that good stuff. Snide remarks, whatever. Yeah, you, you know, want. whatever. And if you are listening to us on iTunes, uh, rate and give us a review. I mean, uh, you wouldn't believe how much that helps us rank up in their system. Yeah, helps us be seen. Yeah. And um, also, guys. Uh, if you're looking for some good badass merch from the Horror Fam, if you want to represent your Horror Fam, you can find us over at tpublic.com. Yes, T- that's go ahead. T e e p u b l i c dot com. That's right, guys. Just type in Horror Chronicles and uh, all our merch will pop right up. Yeah, and we're working on some new designs too. We got a few yeah. up there, really good, and uh, but we're working on some new stuff too. So, oh yeah, good things yeah. to come. Good things to come. And if you're uh, into metal music, check out CraniumRadio.com. Cranium Radio, killer yeah. music, great DJs, and you get to listen to us every Friday night. That's at right, nine guys. Central, ten Eastern. There you go. There you go, guys, and um. If you want to come on the show, you guys know what to do. If you've listened to this podcast for, you just got to send us a message and let us know what's up. Uh, you can message us on Facebook, or you can send us an email at horrorchroniclespodcast at gmail.com. And uh, tell us your story. Um, if you want to come on the show, we can work that out. We can take phone calls, so don't be afraid of that. But if you are worried about being on the show um, yourself, but you still want us to tell your story, we can do that. And we can even do it anonymously, anonymously guys. So um, don't be afraid. Come on over. We like having a good conversation. And, um, oh, real quick, don't forget, the last Saturday of the month, we always do a live show on Facebook and have a cool-ass conversation with you guys. So tune on in for that, guys. And yeah, it's good times. I think that's the thin business. We done gave you the business. So, yeah, let's get into Jennifer's body. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's just get all over uh, it. This movie, okay. this movie is so good. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a horror comedy, you know. Uh, um, yeah, well, yeah, okay. It's a horror comedy. I mean, if you watch this movie and you don't laugh at things. Uh, yeah, there are some things. That, there's a lot of sci-fi horror there going yeah, on, you yeah. know. But, um, uh, and there's a lot of cool... Uh, aspects to this movie yeah that yeah. we'll get into throughout this episode yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. but uh there's just a lot of cool things it's a great movie guys i highly recommend it yeah if you haven't seen it already which yeah. i'm sure if you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast you've, you've probably seen this you've movie. probably seen this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh it's a fun movie to watch and you know i've watched it a couple of times this week just to look at megan fox but <laughs> so, um but anyway uh so what we're talking about is Jennifer's Body from 2009. It was rated R. 
uh, which they were kind of pissy about. They didn't want an R rating, but that's what they got. So <laughs> it uh, stars the lovely Megan Fox as Jennifer Check, uh, Amanda Seafield as Anita Needy Lesnicky. Les. Les Nicky. <laughs> uh, Johnny Simmons as Chip. Adam Brody as Nikolai. He was the lead singer of the band. Mm-hmm. And then it also had some other famous people in it. Chris Pratt. Guy you guys might know. You know, you might know uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt played a police officer, but he wasn't in uniform. It was really weird. Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, the uh, famous uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons, if you don't know who he is, he's been in a lot of movies. A ton of movies. Uh, just, I think he's been in every movie that's probably ever made. And you I know, mean, you would know him now. You'll know him once you see his face. You know him now as the, uh, insur- what's the insurance? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, the progressive? No, 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 no. It's not progressive, but it, it's not the, oh my God, what is it? We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he does all those commercials now. Uh, great actor. I was really surprised that he was in this. Yeah. And, uh, I haven't I seen this forgotten. movie. I watched this movie yesterday. I hadn't seen it in so long that I forgot a lot of things about it. So, And uh, and then we even get a uh, quick little glimpse of uh, the the master of horror himself, Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen, if you don't know that name, he's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, he played the robot in, uh, in the Alien movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, the dad in Pumpkinhead. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, he's been on a ton uh, of fucking. Shit. Let's not forget. Um, gosh dang it, uh, Near Dark. Near Dark. Yeah, he was the head vampire. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, he's just a great fucking. Yeah, actor, he's man. he's a great actor. He's done a lot of horror. He's done a lot of TV shows and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Just really cool, really cool. But uh, anyway, quick little uh, synopsis on this movie. Uh, Basically, this movie is about a newly possessed high school cheerleader who turns into a succubus, um, and she specializes in killing her male classmates. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, killing them in a crazy-ass way, too. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, the kill scenes on this are are pretty brutal. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. Yeah. so, yeah, guys, uh, the director was Karen Kusami. I hope I'm saying that right. Yep. Uh, if, you don't know, uh, if you don't know that name, uh, she's done a few things that you guys may recognize. Uh, in 05, she did a movie uh, starring Charlize Theron uh, Ooh, called Aeon, Aeon Flux. Flux. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool sci-fi flick. Uh, she's been a part of uh the new show the man in the high castle well i say new it's it's been around for a little while she directed a couple episodes of that but the the big thing i wanted to talk about was i don't know if you guys have heard about this but there's a movie out there it's called uh xx and basically what that is is it's an all-female horror anthology every every different uh movie in the anthology was directed by a female director uh very cool it came out in 2017 she directed the the episode her her only living son um and there's some big star power in that too 
Uh, if you know, uh, if you ever watch Two and a Half Men, Rose, mm-hmm. who was in Two and a Half Men, she's in that. Uh, quite a few others. Pre- uh, pretty cool. I watched that back in two seven uh, in two seven in twenty seventeen, and uh, it was pretty cool. But the one thing that shocked me about this lady is, is she produced a documentary called Leap of Faith, William Friedkin on The Exorcist. Ah. So William Friedkin is the one who. Uh, you know, directed The Exorcist. And she made a documentary about him. And she made a deca- the... documentary about him making the movie. Oh, that's cool. So oh, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Shit, yeah, that's badass. Pretty cool. She'd been around the block. <laughs> and not in that way, you fucks. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> yeah, guys, and this movie was written by someone with... Greatest the- name ever. <laughs> Diablo Cody. Is that a, you know, made-up name, stage name, whatever you want to call it? Or is it the real name? Either way, it's pretty badass. Um, and this is a female, and she writes mostly about girls dealing with, like, external, internal troubles, you know. Um, yeah, you know, things fucked up in their head, and, you know. You guys uh, may have seen the movie Juno. Yeah. Um, that's a movie that she wrote, um, which I do remember seeing that movie. Yeah. Uh, it starred Ellen Page and mm-hmm. Michael Sarah. Mm-hmm. came out in 2007. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, I mean, badass name for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's some other cool stuff about her. So let's get into some numbers here. So, so go ahead. So this, uh, this movie was filmed on a budget of $16 million. Uh, $16 million is a lot of money. Yeah, in anybody's yeah. book. Uh, I need that. But unfortunately, it didn't do so well in the box office. So this movie was released in the United States and Canada on September 18th of 2009. Mm. It was released just after it premiered at the 2009 Toronto International Film Festival. It got some good reviews at the film festival, so they did a wide release in the States. Uh, unfortunately, opening day, it only made $2.8 million. Opening weekend, it made $6.8 million. Which really isn't nothing. But it was, it was up against some, some other movies that were coming out that were big blockbusters, yeah. but I don't want to get into those right now. Um, it, it had some tough competition that weekend. But totally, the film grossed $16 million 200,000 domestically and another 15.3 million in international sales. The worldwide total on this was uh 31.5 million. That's respectable. That's a pretty on good a, that's a pretty on, good on a 16 million dollar budget. Yeah, I mean you made they made profit for sure. Yeah. Uh what was cool about this movie is it was completely recorded or filmed in Canada. Yeah. Uh in uh, different areas of Canada, and they use some of the schools up there yeah. to film all these scenes. <clears throat> yeah, I, it, people are filming. Cool. A lot it must in be Canada cheaper anymore. to film in Canada. I was say because people are filming in Canada quite a bit. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you so got yeah, great shows like Forever Night, Forever Night, Canadian-made TV show. Mm. So, guys, if you guys have never seen that. That's a killer show too. I have not seen that. You have not watched Forever Night. Mm-mm. Oh, dude. Before you leave, remind me. I've got them on DVD. Yes, I have to check that out for uh, sure. Forever Night was about a uh, a cop that was a vampire. 
Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. You told yeah, me about that. That was a cool show. All right, guys. So that's the numbers stuff on this. Now we're just going to get into the movie, and let's, we're going to talk about some stuff in yeah. the movie, and, uh, you know. So, you know, this movie starts out with uh, Amanda Seafield's character. Uh, her name's Anita, but they all call her Needy. Um, she starts out, it, it starts out with her in a correctional facility, like, well, a, like mental, a mental hospital. Yeah. Like an institution. <laughs> and it's like, it's her like doing a little, uh, it's her speaking Yeah, and she's explaining the situation that's going on. Right. Right. What was interesting about the beginning of it is that shows her in her room and she's talking about all the letters and stuff that she's gotten from people and all the cards and gifts and stuff. And then it immediately goes to a scene of, you see Megan Fox, Jennifer, laying in a bed, watching TV. Looking, well, she's actually reading a book or she's something. She's looking at a magazine, magazine but and the TV's on, but she yeah. Yeah. she looks fucking sick. Like, yeah, she, she, she still looks we'll good. We'll get into it. She still looks good, but, uh, but she, she doesn't look quite right. She but looks, what's funny about this first uh, opening scene is like she's explaining all this stuff and like she's talking about how like no one fucks with her in this facility and she's known as a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> and then like that uh lady comes up. This lady, one of the doctors is like comes up to her as she's standing in a corner with her fucking bunny slippers on. Yeah. Yeah. Orange jumpsuit and bunny slippers. And she's sitting there and then she's like uh she's like, Yeah, I'm known as a kicker. And then it shows this lady come up and she's like, Have you been eating or whatever you know right. and she's like one pop tart and she's like that's not healthy enough i think you should and she got about two i think you should and just boom straight football kicks fucking, his fucking, fucking kicks her over a table dude <laughs> knocks her goddamn tooth out oh dude you know, i just, love it it was, was fucking killer man yeah and then killer. they start dragging her off and she it's just that's so fucking funny man. yeah yeah straight spartan kicks her <laughs> <laughs> fucking over the table fuck yeah fuck yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was really cool. But, you know, the the movie starts with her uh, looking through the window, watching Jennifer lay in her bed. And then it goes back into her being at the... What leads up to this? Her Then it goes, yeah, it goes back into her being in the asylum. You know, just really quick flip there, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, it really makes you start thinking, okay, what the hell is going on here, you know. And then you realize, ah, she's telling the story. Yeah, she's uh, she's gonna she's she's narrating her own demise here. Yeah, it's and um, but uh, so yeah, guys. Uh, I guess you know the beginning of the movie. You get introduced to the characters, of course. You yeah, know? yeah. And um, it's kind of crazy. They talk about how uh, needy is this like kind of nerdy girl. You know, yeah, kind of homely, homely and, girl. Yeah. Uh, but you know, funny and nice and shit. Yeah. Um, and she's best friends with Jennifer, um, who's this hot fucking cheerleader girl. Smoking that, hot. You know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they met playing in a sandbox when they were little girls. They've been girls, best friends. And they've been best friends all their life. What did she say? Uh, sandbox love never goes away. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. you know, uh, they're best friends from the beginning. You know, I got friends like that that I've been friends with since I was right. fucking, you know, whatever oh, yeah. age. But oh, anyway, yeah. um, so, and people are like, She's saying that Needy's narrating a story, you know, and she's just like how it's kind of weird that they're an unlikely friendship that no one would think was actually, you know, right, real. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And you meet her boyfriend, Chip, of course. That's Needy's boyfriend. And, uh, yeah, 
then it leads into the trip to the bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, they, uh, so Needy and her boyfriend are at the house, you know, and of course he's wanting to do a little brown chicken, brown cow. Yeah, that uh, means fuck. Dude. She's yeah. one. He's one um, fuck. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I'm going out with Jennifer tonight," and uh, they're uh, they're going to this little bar. So they live in this small town. It's called uh, the Devil's, Devil's Kettle. Kettle. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, the reason why they named it that is there is a uh, waterfall a waterfall that comes down, and as it as it runs out, it runs into the small hole, and it creates a whirlpool. And there's been all kinds of scientists there and stuff trying to figure out where it's going, where it leads to, and they never can figure it out because no matter what they drop put, in there, drop in this hole, it never resurfaces. It never resurfaces. So, uh, so that's why the town's called Devil's Kettle, and it's a town of a population of a little over seven thousand people. So it's a very small town. Shit, so coming from now four hundred, <laughs> you know, I grew up in a place of 250,000 um but uh so they end up so jennifer shows up at the house and she's wanting to go check out this band she wants to go see a band at this bar what was it called cold shoulder cold shoulder was the name of the band uh, called low shoulder low shoulder shoulder. low shoulder okay yeah low shoulder low shoulder um and uh so they go to this bar and i don't remember what the name of the bar was now Oh, uh, yeah, they go this... Kind of escapes me. It's I, I don't know, but anyway. So they end up going to this bar to watch this band, and as they walk in, they run into Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt! And apparently Chris Pratt and Jennifer have had something going on because she kind of grabs him by the dick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, they talk for a little bit, and then uh, she uh, she ends up going and getting drinks and takes, you know, takes the drinks up to Needy, and then they start watching this band. And the band comes out, and they're all like, I don't know. Hipsters. No, yeah. no they're like, I, I, don't, I don't know, know what you, you know. call them. I mean, they're Panic at the Disco kind of band, you know. <laughs> um, which, nothing wrong with that. But uh, anyway, they, uh, you know, the band plays. Well, while the band's playing, all of a sudden, a small fire breaks out on the curtain on the stage. Yeah. And then it goes up the curtain and across the rafter of the bar and nobody sees this happening except for Needy. She's watching it go on. Which at the whole time I'm sitting, I'm like, "Why are you fucking watching? Why, why, did, you tell why didn't you say something?" And then the bartender you know? sees it, and, and then, then all of a sudden the bartender looks up and sees it, and by then it's too late. The whole place. Oh, and right goes before up. this, though, you know, she goes up to introduce herself to the fucking band. Jennifer does, and uh, you know, uh, the band members they walk. She goes to get them a drink, and then. Needy walks over to the side and is playing some pinball game or whatever, but she hears overhears the band members talking about how, oh, I think she's a virgin and all this yeah, other stuff, yeah. you know. So she kind of has a she knows something's up already. Right, right. right. Needy does. Yeah. She even walks up and tells yeah. him, you know. So. And then um, they're watching his band play, and then the fucking fire happens, right? And so they go, they get out, and they go to the parking lot, and magically here comes the fucking lead singer, lead singer of the band, Nikolai comes up is like hey let's go to a safe place my van <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds real safe and you know just, and of course needy's not wanting to go she's like hey we've got the sebring yeah we'll take a fucking sebring you know <laughs> uh, 
we got the Sebring. We'll take it home, you know. And and Jennifer's like, oh no, let's go, you know, and check it out. She's like, we're gonna go to his van, you know. His so cool van. so of course Jennifer gets in the van with these guys, and Needy is standing outside the van. She's like, no, no, I don't, you know, I don't want to go. Blah blah blah. So the uh, the singer walks up, and he's like, okay, to each his own. And he gets in the van, and he shuts the door. And as he's shutting the door, you can see Jennifer looking, looking at, at Needy, Needy, you know, and she's like, I don't know about this. Yeah. But, you know, so anyway, the these guys in this van uh, end up driving off, and then Needy goes home. So a little while later that night, Needy's in the house, and all of a sudden Jennifer shows up at the house. And yeah, which is a real cool scene. Yeah, the whole it, it's a really, really cool. cool scene. But she shows up at the house, and she's covered in blood. And Needy's like, oh, my God, what happened? Are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. And Jennifer immediately runs over to the refrigerator, and she's like, I am so hungry. She runs over to the refrigerator, and she pulls out a chicken or something and starts eating it. And, and Needy's like, hey, that my mom bought that at Boston Market. Am I supposed, <laughs> I'm not supposed to touch it. And she's just, she, then yeah. she, like, screams just like, like this demon. Yeah, like, yeah, like a demon scream or whatever. Ass. And then all of a sudden, she starts, Jennifer starts vomiting out this black fluid. Um, and it gets all over needy and all over the floor. You know what? Color- and then what was weird about it is, is how it how it rippled and it like it crystallized. It kind of reminds you of it kind of reminds you of the uh, the goo from Venom. Yes, exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, when the, when yeah. a suit comes on, like the the weird like way it right. Yeah, right. fucking crazy, dude. And then like she uh, Jennifer jumps up. You know she's. Near Needy's like freaked the fuck out, and then Jennifer gets up and like pushed her up against the wall or whatever, and was like, yeah. ask her if she's scared and all sort of shit, right. and then like she just leaves. Yeah, yeah. And at this time, Jennifer, by the way, is all cut up and weird looking. Like, right? You see, yeah. like she something had happened to her. You don't know it yet in the movie, but you can tell something's right. happened to her. Right. So, uh, so then it flips us to the next day. And uh, they're in school, and Jennifer shows up at school like nothing even happened. You know, yeah. I mean, all looking good again. Yeah, yeah. You know, she she looked good, but you know, and when uh, Needy was asking her about it, she's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. There's nothing wrong with me." And yeah, blah, well, blah, she's blah. like, "I cleaned up the shit all night long." And showed her like scrubbing the black shit. Right. On the floor. Yeah, it was showing her do it, but. uh but yeah, it, and that's when we uh, meet J.K. Simmons as the he's the teacher, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, he comes in and they're talking about the the big fire at the bar the night before mm-hmm. and how several people had died, and one of the guys that had died in the fire was a foreign exchange student that was yeah, there. I can't remember his name. Yeah, weird but name, uh, from India, Ahmed or something. I don't know. I can't remember. But. Uh, but yeah, so you know they're they're all kind of crying about that, and Jennifer's just like smiling. She's like, "Yeah, you get like, to see at this at this time." She really didn't give a shit. Well, you're starting to see the yeah the um the disconnect right from the world and uh, her. That's a good word. Yeah, I know, I'm a fucking genius. Fuck yeah, you. I don't, even, I don't even fucking know anymore. If I get any smarter, I... <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Uh, you know, even Needy's like, okay, because she says something and gets snappy with Needy about it, and she's yeah. like, okay, I could tell that something's not right something's here. Something's wrong here. You know? yeah. um, and then uh, 
So she's just being a smart elk about everybody, and they talk about people dying. She's laughing about it or whatever and making jokes and this and that, you know. Right. And because um, the uh, teacher's like, we can't, we will not let this fire win. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. it already has. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. Just little things like that. So yeah. it's clear that there's, a, like I said, a disconnect from the world right. and right. her emotions. From, yeah. And all reality. that. And she can already, and, Cre- and uh, Needy can already tell yeah. that. I mean, obviously, she showed up at her house looking like she'd been beat to fucking death. The next day, she's like perfect. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so shortly after that, uh, one of the so there were, the captain of the football team was killed was, was killed in the fire at the bar, and his best friend uh, Jennifer finds this guy standing in the football field just kind of weeping, you know. Um, because he he just lost his best friend or whatever, so she uh, she you know talks to him for a little bit and you know kind of hugs on him and then you know offers to you know hey let's go off in the woods. Well, she and, says she's like I was like she's like, I was probably the last person to talk to that he's to hear his last. Oh words yeah, yeah, I was the last person. And to then talk she's to. like, he told me that me and you would make a smoking hot couple. And uh, he was like, he said smoking hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And then, like, uh, he ends up, she ends up taking him into the fucking woods, and she's a succubus. So yeah, she ends so, up killing him. So she ends up seducing the guy and then kills him. And this is the know. funny part, too, because, like... Uh, Dude, it, go ahead. Talking about all the animals? Yeah, well, I, there's... Oh, the, just uh, they get out there and she starts taking the guy's clothes off and he was like whoa wait wait this is weird and they start looking around and all the fucking animals in the forest have gathered around in a circle and are just watching them. yeah you know like raccoons and deer and <laughs> chupacabra <laughs> beaver bigfoot <laughs> yeah. uh yeah chupacabra, bigfoot. and then fucking uh <laughs> another funny part about this is as funny as it can be like it when it shows uh after the kill scene, after the kill scene, it shows her the the guy's parents. Yeah, it's the the guy the guy's dad is the dude from like Coach from Coach the yeah, Stand. Yeah, yeah, M O O N. Yeah, <laughs> from the Stand. Yeah, um, and he's like, "I'll find you, and I'm gonna shove your balls up your own ass or something yeah. like that." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's fucking funny, man. Yeah, there's so many famous people in this movie. It's crazy. Yeah, it's cool. You know? And then like. You know, so basically what you get out of it is she has to eat people to keep her beauty. To keep her appearance, yeah. You know. Yeah. Because so, this demon is feeding on her. Yeah. Unless she's feeding on somebody else. So do you want to explain or do you want to wait till we get to it? Well, we'll wait till we get to okay. it. Because okay. I, I was kind of, we're getting to it really quick here. So uh, one of the, you know, like we said, as she feeds on these people, she turns back into this absolutely gorgeous girl again. So Swimming like, naked in the lake. Here we are. Next day, she's back to being absolutely gorgeous again, you know. One of the scenes that was really fucking cool, and I, I had to rewind it a couple times because I love the way this director did this. So there's a scene, like after she kills this football player, where it shows her, uh, Amanda's telling the st- or Anita is telling the story, and it shows Jennifer walking down the hallway. What what impressed me so much about that scene was everybody in that hallway is dressed in black. Mm-hmm. They've got like black T-shirts on, black jackets, you know, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, all down both sides of the 
the hallway, you know, and there's lockers on both sides, and you see Jennifer walking through the crowd, and she is in, like, full color. She's got this bright, you know, shirt on and, you know, these tight, bright Mm -hmm. pants on and just glowing as she's walking down the hallway, and everybody else in the hallway is all in black. I just thought that was cool, a a cool... Uh, Filming. uh, The way they, yeah, the way they they thought about putting that together, showing that, Mm -hmm. you know, she rules this fucking... Oh yeah, place. You know, yeah. it was just cool. I I, I thought it was really well, neat. Well, it's the atmosphere they throw there. Bam, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, you know, and that's and that's kind of uh, what's funny too. Like everyone else is mourning the death of this of this football player and everybody right. else, and she's just walking right. around happy and cheerful, grin on her face. You know, all that stuff. So. Um. So yeah, we're we're gonna get into we're gonna get into how all this happened here in, in just a minute. But th- this band that was playing at the bar uh, is a band called Low Shoulder, and they because of all this going on, the the town is getting all this press and and different stuff, and all of a sudden it starts showing how these members of this band Low Shoulder. Uh, are I don't know. They portray them as heroes, like they saved people yeah. from the fire. Yeah. You know, blah blah blah. You know, and and uh, you know they start offering to make charity appearances at the school. Uh, they actually offer to make an appearance at the school's uh, spring formal dance well, or whatever. No, the, what they what they said was is that there's a song they they were saying called "Through the Trees." Yeah, or whatever. And it's a famous song. If you hear it, you'll you'll know, know it. the yeah. Um, but anyways, so they're going to put, it's funny cause they're in a classroom and the teacher's telling them like, yeah, these heroes, um, are going to be donating 3% of their, of their money from that song for this tour right. to, to the families of the people that yeah. were lost or whatever yeah. in the fire and needy sitting there like, uh, that's yeah, not they, what happened. They didn't save anybody. Yeah, like, you know, and, uh, and then the motherfuckers escaped just like everybody else. Yeah, and then know? they're all like, "Shh, you can't say that about yeah, you know, yeah, and then blah yeah. blah blah." And, it's like, and, and what, that's how the way that's the way it is. The media fucking oh, yeah. blows shit out of proportion all the time. And then once, yeah. uh, once you hear the uh, this song fucking plays nonstop in the fucking yeah, movie, yeah. like you'll hear it, and then like she, but we'll get into parts. Every of time it. she hears it, she's, she's like, like I "Fucking hate this, hate this fucking." Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, so, so anyway, some time has passed and, uh, you know, it's, it's about a month later and Jennifer's looking all pale and stuff again and not so beautiful. Uh, she ends up accepting a date with one of the emo kids. He's like a goth kid. And you would know him. He, uh, actually played in the, uh, remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Yes. Which I love, which I loved his character in. He was on something else we were talking about, or uh, my wife and I were talking about it. He was on something else that we had watched. But anyway, uh, his name was Colin Gray in the movie, but, uh, she ends up meeting this guy in an old house. And, uh, well, he shows up there yeah, and she's on the house and, you know, all these candles are lit and all this stuff. And, and she basically same modus operandi. She seduces the guy and then ends up killing him. Well, what's crazy about this thing, part of this movie, part of this, of the movie is, is that, um, like 
he Colin is really good friends with Needy. And Needy thinks he's a nice guy or whatever. He's right. a you know, he's a writer and all this stuff. Well, uh Jennifer has already been making comments about like Chip, her boyfriend. Right. Oh, he's right. looking cute today. Uh yeah, blah blah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, she sees that um Colin comes up and is like trying to ask out Jennifer on a date, but he's kinda, you know, afraid to or whatever. Well, she kind of blows it off at first, and then, you know, they're walking. He starts to walk off, and they start to walk, and Needy's like, he's actually a nice guy. I think he's really a good guy, whatever. She's like, oh, you do? And he's like, oh, wait a minute. And she's like, you just come to my house. She stops yeah. stops yeah. him. And as he's driving that night, driving to the house, he's, like, looking for the house stuff, and he turns onto this road, and it's, like, pitch black. Yeah. Every house is – it's like a they – they're unfinished place houses. It's an unfinished subdivision. So he's like, uh, what the fuck? You know? yeah. And he's looking around. But the things you do for a little yeah. bit of a... Yeah. Well, uh, you know... Things you would do for Jennifer's body. If Megan Fox <laughs> asked me to meet her somewhere, I wouldn't care where it was. Um, but then, anyway... Anyway... Well, whenever he gets up there, she starts to seduce him. Right, right. She starts kissing him, and then like he's like, do you even know my last name, you know? Right. And then she like... Kind of slightly. Yeah, you see her eyeballs eyes change. and her nose. Her face kind of yeah. changed slightly. Right. Well, her eyeballs they Go like black. change. They they change like almost to cat eyes. Yeah. Well, and, and, and her face. Like, what the? And hell? he's like, no way. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And then she like just fucking. Yeah. Yeah. So then she attacks him. And what was cool about that scene? I love how they did that mm-hmm. because they, they basically they didn't show you. They didn't show her, like, tearing him apart. They showed a silhouette of it, a shadow on the wall. Through the, yeah. And you could heat. see you could see her sitting on top of his body, and, like, and ripping his guts out. And well, you shit, see her you morph. Know, and the blood. Her body, like, stuff. fucking, yeah. like, morphs and shit. Yeah. And you see her. And then, yeah. like, you see her, yeah, tearing shit off. Dude, it fucking, was just, it was a fucking really cool scene, the way they yeah. filmed that. That was you a really know, good pretty scene. Because they didn't have to show us the gore. You could, you were seeing it in a shadow, and it was still, you uh-huh. know, effective. Um, what's cool is, at the same time, Needy is having sex with her boyfriend. <laughs> this is so And whenever all this starts going on, uh, she, uh, Needy, it's connected uh, like, to Jennifer. It's connected somehow. to Jennifer. And she starts seeing these weird visions. And he's thinking that she's like moaning because yeah, of him. Yeah. Me and Crystal laugh so fucking like, He's like, what am I too big? And he's, he's like, <laughs> no, what's funny about it is because his facial expressions at first, he's like, got his big smile. Yeah, he's I like, got that, oh, yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah. and she's like, dude. And then he's, and she, he stops. She's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Am I too big? Yeah. <laughs> and my no, wife, just fucking hilarious. Me and my wife watched this last night. And she was fucking dying laughing. Yeah. She's like, that would be something you would say. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so, you know, she's seeing all this and like a vision or whatever. She's not really seeing Colin dying, but she's feeling she, it. She, yeah, she's feeling it. And she sees the blood on the ceiling uh-huh. and stuff. And, and she's like, drips on her face. So she knows what's, she knows there's something going on, you know, something wrong. So she gets up, she gets out of bed and she's like, I got to go, you know, and she runs out the door, jumps in her car and, and starts driving to try and find Jennifer. Well, she ends up as she's driving, she almost hits Jennifer as she's walking across the street. Yeah. And here she is. She's got she's got all her clothes on and a hoodie and she's covered in blood again. Well, she she almost hits her, but she skids out and ends up sliding Not onto another road. road. Yeah. 
I mean, she doesn't really wreck the car, but she, you know, she skids stop. to a stop. Yeah. And then she looks around and she can't see her. And then next thing you know, boom, right on the hood, bust the windshield. There's yeah. Jennifer. Yeah. And so she freaks out. She backs up really fast and takes off and heads back home. Well, as she gets home, when she walks in her bedroom, Jennifer is already there in her bedroom waiting for her. And well, she's she well. What happens is she walks in the room, and this is where you notice some cool shit like the Evil Dead poster. Right, right. And well, she walks into a room, and she's looking for her mom at first. She walks in right. the house, then she goes up into a room, and she goes in a room, takes off her jacket and all that shit, and she goes to her bed. And she just lays straight down on the edge of her bed, faces the other way, and kind of goes gets ready to go to sleep. And then all of a sudden, boom! Jennifer's like, "Hey, hey!" She's laying on the other side of her bed. Yeah. Yeah. This is probably the best scene of the movie. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So they start talking, and next thing you know, they start kissing, and then there's a little make-out scene going on there. Uh, up close make-out scene. Yeah, it was, uh, it was rather erotic. Yeah, I, I rewinded it and fast forward. Rewinded yeah, it and yeah, played, yeah, rewinded yeah. it and played, rewinded it and played, until yeah. I finished. I mean, it, it, yeah, <laughs> until you finished. Until you finished, yeah. No, but, but it's a uh, super up-close scene, like right on yeah. the... I was like, God dang, boy, they pushing this. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, um, something else is to mention. Um, whenever she walks in, you see the Evil Dead poster throughout the movie in a room, which is right. cool. Love right. Evil Dead. Right. And then, like, when she walks in a room and they're doing it, she's like, are you wearing my Evil Dead shirt? Yeah. Yeah. And she was wearing an Evil Dead shirt. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny because as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, honey, Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, so then after the makeout scene... Jennifer or uh, Needy is like, ah, oh, wait, what's what going on going here? On? You know, yeah. so she's she's wanting answers. So Jennifer starts telling her about what happened, and uh, she tells her about the band. So basically, what happened here? Is, I, you want to tell this? Or you want me to run it's, with it? I mean, so when they left, when uh, the van, when they left that night of the fire, and as we said before, the band had talked about her being a virgin because he's like yeah i know these type of girls they're they they show so much because they won't give out anything blah 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 so he's and needy had overheard them talking about it she's like walks over she's like that's my best friend and yeah she is a virgin she's never going to do nothing with any of you guys blah blah so of course they're like see i told you so she's a virgin well she gets in the van at this point in time in the story, this is now this is Jennifer telling what happened. Um, she gets in the van, they're driving off, and then she's like looking around, and then she sees like witchcraft books and you know uh, Satanist books and all this kind of stuff like that. And um, the guys are all sitting around her talking, and then she's like, "Where are we going?" And he's like, "Oh, you don't have to talk if you don't want to." <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And uh, so they basically they're gonna go try and do a sacrifice. Of a virgin, so that yeah, they're going to sacrifice a virgin to Satan for uh, for fame. Yeah, they're, they're doing it for. And this is something I want to get into to get famous for us. We both like music. Oh, you want to do that too? Yeah. No. Well, I, no. I well, yeah. Just I don't know. Yeah, you do. All yeah, right. You know, what saying you know, saying I don't know that I know any virgins, but no. But what I'm saying is like uh, this. Is something I want. If you're talk. a virgin, get a hold of us. We're, <laughs> we're willing to make a sacrifice here. No. Um, no. No. Basically, what I was going to say is like this aspect of the movie. We're talking about how the movie has different aspects to it. Yeah. And this is an aspect that we like because me and you are both into music. Right. And um, this is a well-known myth, myth or legend in the music industry. 
is selling your soul to the devil. Yeah, to, but they weren't at the crossroads. They were at Devil's Kettle. Exactly. <laughs> and she wasn't a virgin. And she wasn't. And she wasn't a virgin. And they didn't know that though. So they sacrifice her. They basically tie her down by the by the kettle. Yeah. Um. They tie her down, and the lead singer plunges the sacrificial knife into her heart. Yeah. Uh, and, and then he ends up pulling it out and throwing it into the kettle. Well, and something like what in this mythology is that if you kill someone and it's not a virgin, the demon takes over that person. Right. And so that's where this all comes from. Well, it's is like, uh uh, Jennifer was not a virgin. In fact, and at the bar, she yeah, says, say, I'm ahead. not even an anal virgin. Yeah, she's like, I'm not even an anal virgin, thanks to fucking Pete or whatever his name was back <laughs> yeah. there. He's like, and it fucking hurts. Raymond. <laughs> Ra- Ramon. Ramon. It was uh, uh, like Chris that. Pratt. He's like, yeah. and it fucking hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, unfortunately, these guys didn't know that, and so they sacrificed a non-virgin to Satan, and he created a demon. Mm-hmm. A very beautiful one at that. Succubus, uh, to be more exact. So, But it did kind of work out for the guys because they ended up getting famous. They did get famous, and uh, we'll get in, you know. Yeah, they they ended up uh, getting famous, and, you know. So after she tells tells her the story, you know, of course, Needy's like, I don't know. Are you, are, what? You know, and she's like, watch this and she takes a pencil and she rips her arm open and as they're watching it you watch her arm heal and yeah she's like, I'm like, like fucking, holy shit she's like, this is like get some, the fuck out of my house what did she say she's like this is some fucking uh marvel shit or something yeah, like yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and she's like you, you gotta go she's get like, out I'm fucking indestructible or yeah. some shit like that yeah. yeah so then jennifer ends up jumping out the window yeah, which was like, a you, second story window by the yeah, way yeah she's like what are you doing you can't she's like you told me you want me to leave and then yeah. she just jumps out the fucking window. Yeah. <laughs> it's like gone. You know. Uh, but, uh, you so, know, so then, you know, Needy's trying to figure it out. So she ends up going to a library and checking out a bunch of books on the occult and, and different things. Um, and she ends up telling Chip, her boyfriend, about Jennifer. Uh, and uh, so they've got the spring formal dance coming up. And Needy tells Chip, do not come to the dance. I don't, I, you know, she's trying to keep him safe. She doesn't want to put him in harm's way. But he doesn't realize that that's really what, you know. She's I don't know at this point that Chip really believed her. No, he even said, he's like, I think you need to get help. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so then it comes the night of the dance. Everybody's getting ready. And there's a couple of really cool scenes I want to talk about here. Uh so Needy gets ready for the dance, and her mom's asking her, you know, so where's Chip? Is he picking you up? And she's like, oh, no, he's going to meet me there. Well, the whole time, Needy thinks that Chip is not coming because she's told him not to come to the dance. Um, so Needy leaves to go to the dance, and then it shows Chip, and Chip's at home getting ready, and then he's talking to his mom, and he was like, well, I'm just going to meet her there. You know, and then the, they take pictures and stuff. Well, then it goes to a scene of Jennifer getting ready for the dance. Now, Jennifer, at this point, she hasn't fed in a while. Mm-hmm. And so she looks, you know, she's still pretty, but she, you can tell, like, her face she's is kind of gray. And she, yeah, she's really pale Feverish. and just drained, you know. So she sits down at a vanity, you know, with a mirror 
for her to put her makeup on, and she starts slathering this makeup on her face. Well, the reason why I wanted to talk about that scene is I thought I thought this was another cool thing that the director did. You had the vanity mirror that Jennifer's looking into, and then a picture right beside it of Jennifer as a beautiful girl, so you can really see the side-by-side mm-hmm. comparison of what's happening with her. And it, was just, it, it made it a more powerful scene, mm-hmm. you know? So anyway, Chip ends up, Leaving the house, he's going to walk to the school because it's only like five blocks away. Well, to get there, he's got to walk through a park. So he's walking through this park in the dark, and as he's walking through, all of a sudden off in the distance, you see Jennifer. Way off. Way off in the distance. And she's got like a white gown on, like a white ball gown, uh-huh. you know. And, uh, and it was really cool. It showed him take a few steps. And then all of a sudden, she went into a mist, and then she was closer to him. She's fucking real close. She was yeah. pretty far away. She was, she was pretty far away. I'd say she was probably 30, 40 yards away from him. She goes into a mist, and then all of a sudden, she's only like 20 yards away from him. And then he kind of feels something, like, what the hell? And, and he, he looks turn, back. He turns around and looks, and she's not there. And when he turns back around, she's standing right in front of him. Yeah, she's like, didn't you hear me calling your name? Yeah. Yeah, I, I just thought that was a cool. The way I like the way the scene was scene. like whenever, like you said, <clears throat> she was like she was walking from a far distance. All of a sudden, she was like missed, and she was like right there. Yeah, it was like a black cloud yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and then, then all of a sudden, boom. she you know she's twenty yards closer to him, than, yeah. you know, or whatever it was. That was a really good scene. It was just cool the way they filmed that. You know, so something we passed over that was fucking funny to me. Is this uh, fucking funeral scene for fucking Colin? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> his his his, go- his, buddy, gothic his gothic friends buddies. stand yeah. up and are like, "No, Colin, take me with you. I should be down there." And yeah. you see the parents are over there just like, "What the fuck?" You yeah, know? and then the mother gets up, up and she's like, "Fuck you and fuck your feelings." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right in the middle of the funeral, it was fucking uh, perfect. Sorry, I had, perfect. To mention, I had to mention that before I forgot because that was fucking funny to me. But uh, so back to where we were at. But yeah. So anyway, <laughs> now Colin, his, you know, Jennifer's like on Colin. She ends up talking him into going to this building that was a, basically it was an abandoned indoor pool or something. I don't even it know what a, the yeah, like fuck a, that was. Yeah. I mean, it was, but it was all overgrown with weeds and shit. And so she takes him in there, and she's trying to seduce him. And it, and now, uh, uh, Needy has figured out that there's something wrong. Well, we kind of see uh, Jennifer had told uh, Chip that Needy had been cheating on oh, him yeah, yeah. with Colin, and she was actually getting ready. They were getting ready to do it right there in the woods, and because she was like, "But you deserve better." Blah blah. She starts seducing him. Right. And he's like, let's go somewhere else. And that's when they start walking up to this old pool or whatever, fuck it, rec hall, yeah, whatever rec it center is. Or, yeah, I don't know. It was it was weird because it was all overgrown with weeds and, and shit. All there kinds was of even, all the place. There was even fucking weeds in the pool and shit. It was it was fucking weird. Yeah, and then um, like she's sitting with him and he's like, what are we doing? She's like, we're gonna go for a swim. He's like, no, really, like, yeah. And they yeah. sit down or whatever, and then like she's like, just kiss me, and then he starts to be like, no, I can't, you know, I love needy, blah blah. Right. And then that's when she's like, fuck you, fucking throws him in the water. Yeah, she know? throws him in the water and then jumps in after him, uh, you know, and and so that that little war is going on between them, and then at this point you see needy 
running towards the pool. Yeah, because you got she's sensing something's going yeah, on. Yeah, she she figures out where they're at because she finds the corsage laying on uh-huh. the in the park. Yep. Um, so she knows that Jennifer's got him. So she goes running into this place and she breaks into. Well, she doesn't really break in, but she climbs through a window. And uh, as she climbs through the window, she sees that Jennifer has got Chip up against a wall of the pool, and she has bit his neck. Yeah. And Chip looks at Needy, and he was like, help me, or something, something like that. Something, yeah. You know? And so so Needy immediately jumps in the pool and goes after Jennifer. And uh, I thought it was so fucking cool that, uh, you know, she's tr- she, she gets away from Jennifer, and she... Uh, fucking levitates up uh, jennifer the- yeah just levitates up out of the water she's probably <laughs> 15 feet above the oh, surface yeah, of the water if not more and, and she's talking to her you know and at that point you're looking at her and you're like holy fuck you were in trouble it looks cool as shit yeah because like, it was a fucking and killer this is scene what i was telling you how they throw like uh funny shit in there and he's like oh my god she could fly and then needy's like uh trying to get chip out boys and he's like She's just fucking levitating. It's not that fucking impressive. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Jennifer's out there. She's like, yeah. you always have to, like, contradict anything I do. It cannot be cool, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And they're having this yeah. little fucking teenage spat or whatever so, it is, you know. So, yeah. So, anyway, there was a big fight ensues between uh, Jennifer and Needy. And Needy ends up stabbing her with a fucking pool net um, handle uh, right through the gut, you know. And then... No, uh... No, uh, Chip does. Oh, Ch- yeah, you're right. Chip, Chip stabs her, like, because they're, fi- they're fighting. Yeah, you're they're right. doing this little thing. And then Chip, like, stabs her through the gut and shit, and he, like, falls over laying there. Right. And, then, and she just pulls the fucking thing out and then fucking leaves. Yeah. Like, she fucking walks off and fucking climbs out the window. Yeah. And disappears. So then, then you know, of, of course, you know, Needy's trying to you know be there for chip and he's like you know this he's is dying. the end i'm I, you know i just want you to know that before i die i love you and all this stuff you know and they're the very you know uh, you know very sad scene going on there well then uh needy uh you know it, it the basically it ends with needy uh she gets out. She it, it it ends with her and Chip in the in the pool area. Yeah. So then the next scene you see is Jennifer laying in her bed. Well, and and Needy mm-hmm. is is staring at her through the window. You've went back to the beginning of the movie now. You've you're seeing the very first scene of the well, like the second scene of the movie, where Needy is looking at her through the window. And uh, Jennifer's laying in her bed, and Jennifer doesn't know she's there. Well, next thing, Needy comes crashing through the window. It's so funny. So she's just fucking straight. She's like, she she like blasts Nin- through the Ninda fucking- crashes through the fucking window. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck she did it, but but uh, anyway, uh, you know they they get in a fight on the bed, you know, and there's a lot of rolling around, and you know. Boners flopping and uh, you know well, that was hard. It, that was hard watching it. It, it was it was hard watching. <laughs> it was really hard. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, you know they're they're fighting on the bed. Well, Needy ends up on top of her and she's got like this well, one of those tape up off the bed. It, well, they've got she's got one of those extractable uh, razor knives. Yeah, exacto knives. And uh, 
she's trying to stab her with it. And as she's on top of her trying to stab her, you know, of course, Jennifer's holding her, keeping her from stabbing her. And then all of a sudden, both of them levitate up off the bed and they're floating in midair. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she flips her. She flips her over. Uh huh. And somehow Needy gets back on top of her again because it shows Jennifer falling yeah. to the bed. And then Jennifer falls on she the bed. She rips off the BFF thing. Oh, yeah. They, they both had these necklaces that was a heart, and it said BFF on them. She rips that off, and whenever she did that, Jennifer fell back onto the bed. And as Needy comes down, she plunges this Fucking razor knife razor right into her, her heart. I love it. This is my well, favorite part. She and goes, then, well, so she's on top of her. And Jennifer's mom starts calling well, her. Well, before, before that happens, whenever she stabs her in the chest and she falls down on her and she stabs her chest and she's sitting there looking at her, she's like, you know, going, <coughs> dying or whatever. She yeah. goes, my tit. <laughs> my tit, yeah, yeah. She's like, uh, no, your heart. Yeah. Um, well, then Jennifer's mom <laughs> walks in the room and sees Needy on top of her with this knife. And it, it's funny because Needy turns around and looks at her mom and then all of a sudden it's like, quick. She yeah, pulls the knife out of her chest, you know, and uh, then she rolls over on the bed. And next, the next thing you know, Needy is in the shows her back in now the, the asylum. Now you're at the beginning of the movie. And yeah, now you're back to the beginning of the movie. <laughs> and it shows her. And she's sitting in an isolation chamber. She had, Remember, this is the part where she in the beginning kicked the lady. she kicked the lady. Yeah. Fucking Spartan kicked the lady. So over. now she's sitting in an isolation chamber, and she's talking You know, she's talking to herself, blah, blah, well, blah. Well, yeah, she's, telling, she's narrating the story. Yeah. And she's, you know, she's saying during the fight she had gotten bit. Right. And she says, you know. And she pulls me, her shirt back, and you see the bite mark yeah. on her shoulder. And she's like, when you get bit by a demon... If it doesn't kill you... If it doesn't kill you, you gain you get, a little bit of power. Yes. And then she's levitating. And then all like, of a sudden, she levitates up... Like 15 feet in the air. Yeah. And then the next thing they show you is outside the prison, uh, through the window, they show her she floats up to the window, and, and she she's looking out the window. Kicks that some, You know, and then she kicks it open, and then it shows her escape the escape the uh the prison yeah you know and then she's uh and this is getting towards the end and then shortly after she escapes the prison uh well we didn't even talk about when uh jennifer ran into the foreign exchange guy oh yeah explain it actually (laughs) jennifer actually killed the foreign exchange guy on her way back to needy's house after the fire the fire yeah (laughs) and she ended up killing him but anyway uh so needy now has escaped this institution and you know it shows her walking off and this then is where she runs into well that's when the credits start rolling and then in the credits they start showing you the band this low shoulder band All they're like and- way high up now they've signed to a record label they're traveling the country uh so uh Needy is walking down the road, and the station wagon pulls yeah, up, and, this and you hear this old dude yell out, hey, lady, you need a ride? And she gets on the car, and it's fucking Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. Uh, fucking crazy. He turned around. I was like, holy shit. You know? <laughs> but uh, anyway, she, uh, he, he asks her you know, where she's headed, and he, she says, oh, I'm just following a band. And then that's when you start seeing the credits roll. And... Uh, during the credits, while the credits are rolling, it shows 
basically her going in, she finds this band at a hotel room, and she goes in, and she kills every one of them. Yeah. And then as she's walking out of the hotel, it's really fucking cool because all these like groupies and shit are running down the hallway, and they run right past her, and she walks right down the hallway, and she looks up at the camera and smiles, and then the movie, and then the movie yeah. fades out. Yeah. Fucking cool, dude. It was a killer movie. Great movie, movie man. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that, we just ruined the whole fucking movie for you, but hey. It is what it is. You should have seen this by now. Like we said, it, you know, this came out in 2009. Yeah. You know, great it, film. It, it's guys. just a fucking killer movie. Beautiful women. It's just fun to watch. It's got everything in it. It's Comedy, got music, horror, fucking. It's got m- m- metal. You know, it's got fucking horror, fucking Satan. Everything. It's got all kinds everything. of cool shit. It's definitely it's worth just cool. fucking watch. Yeah, for sure. for sure. So, yeah, guys, check that one out. That was our episode yeah. on uh, Jennifer's Body. We hope yeah. you liked it. Why don't you guys leave us some comments? Let us know what you're thinking. Hell yeah. Um, if you go over to our, uh, you can leave comments on your podcast that you're list, uh, the uh, you know, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you leave comments on there. Or you can go to our YouTube page and leave some comments on the video. Yeah. Check yeah. us out. Let us know if what you go to YouTube, uh, subscribe to our page, ring that bell. That way you get notifications. Because there's going to be some really cool videos coming up here in the near we future. We got some stuff coming up that we're going to be excited to be yeah. telling you guys about. Yeah. We're moving and grooving on some things, and uh, we're going to leave it that for now. Hell yeah. But there's a lot of good things on the horizon. Um, yeah. Do you want to go into all that? or uh, We don't have to. Yeah. I mean, we, we've talked about this movie long enough. 100%. Oh, there was one thing I did want to mention no. about about the the writer, Diablo. Uh-huh. Uh, Cody. Cody. She's actually in a scene in the movie. Uh, she uh, gets set on fire inside the bar. Okay. And it was funny because she was talking to the director about it, and she said... They, did, they didn't want to let her do it. And she was like, well, Burt Reynolds did a full-body burn, you know? Yeah. And, and they ended up letting her do it. They wouldn't let her do a full-body burn. Yeah, I but, see. She's the one that had her back on. Yeah, her back was on yep, fire. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah, that was the writer of the movie. Oh, cool. Right on. Yeah. Blonde cool. lady, I think. Anyway. anyway. Anyways, guys, check that movie out. Yeah, it was cool shit. We love you guys, as you guys know. Thanks for all your support. The horror fam is growing up like crazy. Um, you guys are fucking awesome. Uh, we love you. And as always, until next time, keep keep it creepy. creepy. Yeah.